So um, when we had that Zoom conversation, uh, you came on and, and we we had a debate slash yeah, a conversation. Cringy, a little cringy video or something. Cringy. Uh, <laughs> it's highly think, symbolic, yeah. Listen, and so like I'll, I'll acknowledge like right now I don't have the verses off the top of my head. I, I, I know there's, I was okay. wrong to go away so, so from you can't, they, they, you can't say that the bride is the church when they said the well, bride no, is no, the no, no, Jerusalem. I, the heavenly Jerusalem, you have no birth to show that the heavenly Jerusalem is the church. So therefore, you well, can't I, say that I think I'm, there, that's not what I'm it's saying. The church. I, I think I can pull it. <laughs> you just say I, you have no verse. No, it's all plain. It's all plain. Say what again? <laughs> you just say you have no verse to show me that the Jerusalem in heaven is the saints. You can't show me that. So we understand that the bride is the Jerusalem in heaven. And well, so the Jerusalem in heaven I, I, is now referred to the saints. Like, you can't show me that. Since you can't show me that, you can't say that the bride is the church since the bride is the Jerusalem in heaven. You can't show me that. <laughs> was there anything about that conversation that you remember that kind of stuck out to you? Was there anything in yeah. there that you feel like planted any significant seeds of doubt that made you like say, you know, oh, well, yeah. I haven't thought about that or uh, that you just really kind of uh, kept with you? Yeah, like uh, in three chapters missing in the green book, I brought that up. Mm -hmm. Like I remember like the pastor, when the pastor came to us and I was like, any questions y'all may have, you know, and I brought that up, like, you know. Yeah. Like, how can we miss them three chapters in the green book? You know, and it's like, um, I always heard basically, we don't read those chapters because this is before the pastor came. So leaders just say, before, um, before the pastor came, they say the reason the three chapters are gone because those prophecies have been fulfilled already. We got to focus on those prophecies, right. but there's many prophecies that have been fulfilled that we're looking at. <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> false prophecies in there. Yeah, yeah, specific like, prophecies of the end of the world that obviously did not happen. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's many like, you know, because they, they say like all prophecies have been fulfilled except one, basically. Like we went for the yeah. kingdom of heaven. So if all prophecies have been fulfilled, why are you worrying about the prophecies? If just like the three chapters have been fulfilled, we don't have to worry about it. But um, the pastor came, he was like, um, yeah, like we don't need to like, uh, I've got in detail what he said. Basically, he said, basically, Mother said, like, we don't need those chapters, those three chapters no longer. So we don't need to focus on those. He like, we could study about it. And he told Zion, like, we could study about it. But mother said, like, those three chapters is not needed for our salvation or something like that, basically. And he like, he said, I, I, then he said, um, do I know why, like, she took it off? No. That's God, though. Disobey. Basically, just disobey. And so I brought that up and I'm like, and then it's crazy cause listen to Edgar too. Edgar's like, you know, father sacrificed so much, right? Like he went starving to write these true books, you know, stood up all night, his eyes, you know, tiresome, you know, to yeah. write these books, you know, and then just, just to wipe them off the map, like just take them out. Like that's kind of disrespectful, like for somebody who like, you know, but of course the church got said like father entrusted mother with his stuff, you know, so, just listening to mother and everything will go well, you know, but same time, it's like. Why does mother have it, to cover up false prophecies of father? <laughs> yeah, basically, like, you know, that's what she's probably doing too. Like, don't want to question, you know, have too many questions yeah. going around, you know, but. Uh, and then one thing too, when Kelsey brought up the throne of God, right? Uh, the throne in the in the green book, right? You know, the, uh, the green book we have now is just two thrones, right? And um, incomplete, complete chapter, right? There's two thrones, but she said, you know, the original copy only had one throne. I never knew that. I never knew that. 
And then um, it was confirmed. Like, yeah, the leader told me, like, yeah, it used to be one throne. And then they brought up two thrones and everybody was amazed. Like, that was amazing when that happened. But, like, the original, yeah, it was confirmed. Like, I was told to me, like, yeah, it was in one throne. And they added two. I don't know what year, but of course it's out there when Father ascended, you know, um, uh, they added the second throne in the green book. Um, so those, those things like always like, um, the three chapters for sure. Like got to me, I remember, um, I remember listening, I remember, okay. um, go, going back and like, that's, that's, that's uh, that stuck with me. That stuck with me. Um, other things, um, I can't remember too much, but we talked a very long time. Like we had like a, I believe like over three hours. Mm -hmm. We could have went longer. If we <laughs> we could have yeah. went longer. My wife didn't tell me to stop. Yeah. Uh, yep. But I mean, I married for sure, for sure those three chapters because I brought it up for yep. everybody. You know, when Pastor, I brought it up for everybody. Like, how can we miss the three chapters? You know. Yep. Uh, yeah. That. Yeah, that's good to know. It's it's interesting to know the things um, that stuck out to you in that conversation because I want to, you know, I want to learn what are the things that work for members? What are the things that I can bring up that we can bring up that actually help that actually um, cause them to think? And what are the things that just don't, that we, that we talk about that we, that don't really, you know, benefit or, or help the situation. And, um, and so, yeah, that's something that's come up multiple times. The, th the three chapters being removed is, um, in fact, that's another member who who I kind of had some debates with, and he ended up leaving. Was was over that he found out about the three chapters being removed. He asked his leaders about it, and they just gave him a nonsense answer that didn't solve it. Um, and they obviously just they just didn't have a good answer for it. Um, you know, because it's it's that's the word of God. If that is God, then that's His word. And and why why would you take it away? Why why would you change it? And, and not yeah. only did they remove the three chapters, you know, but they're constantly, you know, updating Ong Song Hong's books. There's, I don't know how many editions at this point of the green book. <laughs> um, but if that's like the word of God, isn't, isn't it perfect? Isn't it exactly what it should be? So why would you need to revise it and update it and, and change things year yeah. after year? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The new song, the new song books. I saw that thing right. change a few times. Like those oh. times, like I remember like, um, I guess like a member fell away, like who wrote some new songs. And so we was told to like cover, yeah, cover like, um, I guess like a member who wrote some new songs fell away, right? Uh -huh. So um, we was told to like cover those new songs up, right? Cover everything, the name. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I, I, I probably still have my new songs to have cover. I got to look, I got to dig into it, but it's covered. Like the new song is like, we cover the name, who wrote it. We had to cover the whole page up whole page that's, covered up that's interesting and i then, don't think um, it's in this one but i think in one of them i have actually i have some pages that are covered up i think so that must be why that member yeah. who sent it to me must have just been told to cover them up and yeah we'll told covering them up because a person yeah, i, I didn't song, know that yeah who wrote the songs fell away so we can no longer listen to those songs sing those songs and um yeah and then they gave us a new one you know, the but the new appendix songs and everything. Um, and they took those new songs out and they changed like some wordings too. Like we no longer sing mm -hmm. hundred four four thousand in our new songs no longer. They say just children mm -hmm. of uh children of promise because 
those questions about the 144,000, like only 144,000 would know the songs, you know. And I remember like his sister asked a pastor too, like that question, like how come it says only 144,000 would know the new song? And he said like the 144,000 represent this is representation of the children of promise to God's people. But I remember like a father's green book, you know, it said the 144,000 should be like, that's what it is. You know, it, mm -hmm. sh it shouldn't be interpreted as a representation of people, like as it's the an church or number. Yes, he says actual number, but now it's saying like it's not a, the pastor said. Heard it from the pastor, you know, he way up there. Um, yeah, it, it's it's the representation of the children of promise, you know. Yeah. So the children of promise know will know the new songs, not just only not only a hundred four four thousand. So I like, that shocked me. I'm like, I'm like, hold on, follow this book. Just said like, you know, that's. Take it how it is. It's hundred forty four thousand people. Yep. That's gonna you know it's gonna send alive yep. and you know that's so they they change it now. Like when you sing a new song, the newest new song. Now you sing it like it it won't say hundred forty four thousand. It won't okay. say anymore. Yeah. Well, that's why we, I say we say all the time on on these videos that if you believe the WMSCOG, you can't believe Ong Song Kong. Like you you can't you can't have them both because they both are. Uh, they both exclude the other. They both contradict each other. Ong Song Hong yeah. teaches things in one place that the WMSCOG, their teachings just flat out contradict. Um, and that's that's why they have to constantly do this, this uh, you know, re revisions of his book and removing chapters and, and you know, this, this yeah. constant they, they trying to hover over his, his materials to, to make sure that what Ong Song Hong taught isn't, you know, contradicting what they're, teaching and what their agenda is um yeah so yeah, i think they, that's just another example of it yeah especially your videos too and all the other videos like they're watching they're trying to see like arguments and then they'll go rebuttal it and they'll teach it to a you know the, the church of god like the leaders will watch they probably designate somebody to watch this you know and then they probably write their own you know write rebuttals and send them out to all the churches and the teachers it. That's why I'm surprised you're still around because that I remember we had an announcement like, yeah, we got we got a thousand videos removed, you know, and everybody was happy. And I was surprised your channel still up. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I'm yeah. Gonna... <laughs> uh, did did they uh did you ever hear him talking about our channel or or any of the posts oh, yeah. that you've made in videos? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> really? Like I, I know like the... um... Go ahead. No, I was just wondering if like like would they talk about it and like the leadership talk about it? Was it just between members or are they like that, doing studies to say, hey, this this is how we need to answer these guys or, or what? I, it, I'm just curious was, what that looks like. What kind of like, what kind of mark we're making? So I saw I saw a couple of times. So I was in I was in a small Zion, so it wasn't like a I've been part of a big Zion as well. I saw so I saw big uh -huh. ones and small ones too, but I don't like in the smaller ones. Like I had a bigger role. Cause was small as Zion, you know, we had like, mm -hmm. um, shoot, a good on a good week. We got like sixty members. Small week, you know, twenty. You know, it's smaller now, like than compared to before the pandemic. Before the pandemic, like knocked a lot of people off. Yeah, you know, um, before like before when I was like more involved, like in the, cause I wasn't official. I had no, I didn't have an official title, but like I was told to like, okay, I watch over these members, whatever, and then like. I did bring these questions up like this is how we can rebuttal it basically like you know and persons you know watch your videos and 
you know, like bring up your 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 arguments and like, oh, this this how you combat combat that, you know, this is how you combat it, you know, if this is is any members bring this up, this is how you combat it, you know. Mm-hmm. Now it's like um this new leadership design was that now this new leadership now and so he just adjusted the whole design. He like um so you may hear this, you know, this has been brought up. You may hear this, you know, if 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 you if if this comes up, this how you rebu- this is how you combat it basically rebuttal it so that's that's how that goes okay yeah it's it's unfortunate that they will see our videos and come up with arguments that they tell their members to use but my question is why don't they just come on to a video and and do that publicly uh why not just yeah, <laughs> do yeah, what yeah, you're that, doing why yeah, not just yeah. have a conversation why hide why hide behind the walls of your your church um if you have the truth, if you have a response to what we're saying, then why not come yeah. out publicly it, it, and share it? Uh, this is what I was told, like, you know, this this is your platform, so you won't go into the enemies, you know. Um, it's like the best analogy I could put it, right? It's like, um, it's like, you know, um, let's see how the best. You're on war, right? You're on war. You know, I'm gonna say like mm-hmm. in the street war, but like say you're in a war, right? You're a soldier, right? You know, you want to go by yourself, you know, to the enemy's territory. It's a setup. You know, you're gonna be destroyed instantly, like you know. So yeah. you just don't go into the enemy. You don't. You don't walk into the enemy's territory. You just don't do that. So that's that's what they say. That's, that's why we don't preach into the Catholic Church. You don't go into other churches and try to combat with the pastors or. Well, because that's that's their territory. That's the enemy's territory. Why would you go into enemy's territory? You're you're. It's it's not smart. It's um you know strategically it's not smart. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's strange because like you look into history, like councils, like if there was problem within the church, they'll bring it up with each other. Like it's problem, you mm-hmm. know, they'll bring it up. Like no, they have debate. That's why y'all count. They have that's why y'all councils. You know, they'll debate about the mm-hmm. situations. You know, like. Mm-hmm. Like when Arianism came around, when people, you know, worry about Arianism, you know, the church like, hold on, no, we we're not agreeing upon that, but like, no, we're agreeing upon that, and they'll agree, like, no, this is what it is, you know, and then some people get excommunicated, but some don't. For example, say like, um, yeah. for example, like, um, like the Orthodox Church, you know, the Orthodox Church and the Catholic Church, like, you know, when the, when the church split, you know, they they they, they didn't like. You know, uh, 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 they were still, you know, at one point they were still communion with each other. Like they were still together as one church, even though, you know, I'm an Orthodox, you know, Catholic, or I'm Coptic, or I'm from the Eastern Church or Eastern uh, Ethiopian Church. You know, they'll still commune. You know, unless it got too hectic with it, they'll excommunicate for sure, for sure. You know, but those like debates, like even in history, they'll open debates. You know, if Right, exactly. And then the church will come together, you know, and they say, no, this is, you know, the body will come together like this is what it is, you know, and then yeah. if you don't agree upon it, you know, according to scripture, then it is what it is. But, yep. Yeah, even, you know, even Mormons and Catholics and uh, Muslims will go onto public platforms and have dialogues and debates with, with Christians and differing perspectives. And so, um, I just feel like when the WMSCOG does not do that and they seem to kind of just hide and, and remain in their own like echo chambers, it just shows that they 
to me, it just it just says very clearly that they don't have the confidence in their own doctrines to to um, withstand like uh, public scrutiny or to to defend it in a in a public platform where they're going to be challenged on it. And so they hide and stay in their own walls where they're not going to be challenged on anything. And they just tell their members um, what they want them to believe. And then they tell their members not to go on the Internet, not to research, not to listen to anybody else. Just listen to us which is just um, ridiculous. Uh, yeah, because you have no knowledge but, of things. Like, what, just look at, like, if you have no knowledge of things, you're trusting this person, you know, who got their information from somebody else, who probably got their information from somebody else, you know, the information being passed down. But, like, yeah, you know, it, internet is resourceful. It's, it's, resor it's resourceful. You know, it's a lot of things on it. And then it's not a lot of a lot of views. And so you could look at one point of view and this other point of view, and it's like, like that makes sense. That makes sense, you know. But then you, you just dive deep and yep. just like, well, what whatever connection, like, you know, you could make a discernment, like, okay, you, you like that that could be right. I'm not saying you're wrong, you know. But I, I'm yep. I'm more towards this way. I'm more towards this way. But I'm not saying that you're completely wrong. Okay, it could be your way. It could. But I'm I'm more this way though than your way. I'm not mm -hmm. saying you're wrong, you know. Cause who am I to say who's right or wrong? You know, that's, that's where I stand. You know, of course, you know, you got other people like, that's just completely wrong. That's kind of, there's some things, you know, you could say for sure. That's, if not in the Bible, that's, that's just completely wrong. Yeah. That's, that's completely wrong. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like, like say, say like if there is a female image of God, right? There is a female image. Say like, yeah, if in heaven, like that'd be, that'd be cool. You got a motherly fit of a motherly God up there. That'd be cool. But in the Bible, do is, is it necessary for us to know to receive salvation? It don't say that. No, yeah. it don't. It don't say like we don't. Yeah. We have to go to a mother, you know, to receive salvation. Like, you know, mm -hmm. but if there's a mother in heaven, all right, that'd be cool. <laughs> that'd be cool, you know. Yeah. Like, there's a, right. a motherly figure there, you know. But is she necessary for our salvation on this earth right now? No. And they could argue yep. like, okay, the spirit and the bride say, come receive water of life. You know, and I brought this up to you. I remember we talked, you know, the bride say Jerusalem, but Jerusalem, it could, it could be the church. They go to Hebrews 12, 22, 24. It say you have come to, um, the, it say you have come to, um, Zion, right? The heavenly Jerusalem to the church, right? So it compares Zion, it compares to the heavenly Jerusalem as the church. So, all right, like, yeah. And, and let's say, don't say to receive salvation from, like, yep. bold, you know, because it's crazy because, like, it, it make it confusion. God is not God is not a god of confusion. God is a god of order. You know, he he don't want us to be confused and a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like there's there's some parables, yes, but uh secrets, yeah. But like in order for us, but God plainly tells us in order, like in the way to receive salvation. You know, the the other things like it's not really necessary. This how I feel, you know. I said this again. This how I feel. It's not necessary, you know. And the parables, like, it's not necessarily for you know, for seeing salvation. You know, God, God, let us know. This, you know, he, he set the tools for us to receive salvation. It's an order, you know. God, God has got an order, not a confusion. He's not have us have our mind wandering every everywhere. It's like, oh, I don't right. know, I don't, yeah. I don't know. Like, it's God's word should never be that that hard, you know, and that confusing. Yeah. You know, I mean, yep. it, yeah, yeah, yeah. If if our salvation and and 
our eternal destinies. The, the, if the determining factor of whether we're going to end up in a lake of fire for eternity or not is dependent on whether we believe in a mother God, then the Bible certainly is a incredibly misleading and confusing book that um, does not clearly express that. And so if, if God is not a God of confusion, he sure didn't do a good job of, of not being confusing when, when salvation is dependent on believing in mother God, because uh, yeah, that you're not, you can't find that. You can't, you can't have an honest, intelligent examination of scripture and come away saying, Oh yeah, that, that obviously teaches that, you know, the only way to get saved is by believing in a mother God. Um, stick somebody on a deserted Island, give them the Bible and tell them to, to determine what God requires for from somebody for salvation, um, and they might come up with a variety of things. I'll I'll grant that, uh, but but I, I would I would stake everything I I own on on it that they would not come away with with the doctrine of a mother God. Um, yeah, th but, things are things are open for like some things are open for interpretation, right? Things are open. Yes, but uh, definitely. The way, the way to the order to receive salvation is there, though. God said the order, right? Plus, we see salvation, right? Just believe in the, believe in the Savior who came, sacrificed himself on the cross, right? He came and died yeah. for our sins, right? And he lay our burden upon him. You know, this fathers believe in him. You know, of course, live like him. You know, just live like him, live Christ-like, right? Um, now, for the apostles, apostles set examples too. The disciples set examples too. You see the early church, the martyrs, you know, who firmly believed in Christ, you know, who didn't worry about the laws like that. They firmly believed in Christ, but they were willing to die. You know, that's, that's my thing too, like, uh, of these martyrs, right, who died for the faith, like, some of them kept Sunday service, you know, just because they kept Sunday service, like, they're not going to heaven. It's like, you know, they died for the faith. That's you know, that mm -hmm. should be a, a ticket to heaven if you die. <laughs> you die. <for> <laughs> yeah. <the> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. and then it's crazy too, because like, it's like, like they said, like they gonna like the hundred four thousand in the church of God, right? These martyrs, right, who died for the faith, these apostles, right, disciples, they're gonna serve us. They're gonna serve the hundred four thousand, like, right? That is crazy. Like they, these people die for the faith, like, and they're gonna serve us, like, who live in a time where we're not really in the situation to. There's some countries that probably have to die for the faith, but like we're not really not predicting it like we was like early church was. You know, and it's like they wasn't le uh, legalistic with things, you know, and mm -hmm. they had firm, strong faith. That's one thing that's always crazy, too, because they always said, like, Martin Luther, he's in heaven. Martin Luther, oh, he's in heaven. My father said he's in heaven, you know, he had faith, right? But he didn't keep the laws yeah. and all that. And it's crazy because I found this out about Martin Luther. Like, Martin Luther actually wanted to take some, some books from away from the Bible. He wanted yeah. to take scriptures away from the Bible, but y'all hold Martin Luther. The book as of James, for one example. Yeah. yeah, James, Hebrew as well, because he said faith yeah. alone, right? Because he wanted faith yep. alone, but Hebrew right. and James, like, no, you need more than his faith, you know? Yeah. You got to. <laughs> you got yeah, to carry that, yeah, no, that's that's interesting. I think you've brought that up a couple times. That's something I'm kind of learning in this conversation that they have sort of a, a, a positive view of Martin Luther, but like the gospel that Martin Luther stood for and argued for passionately, like the whole core of that, that belief that he held to that was so controversial was his emphasis on faith alone, salvation by faith alone, justification by faith alone. And um, 
and yeah, even even to the extent that he wanted to remove books like James, where it says faith without works is dead. Like he wanted to, he he had a hard time seeing how that jived with what he understood the gospel to be, which again is a faith alone uh, gospel. And so, yeah, the Martin Luther clearly contradicts and disagrees with with the core of the gospel that the WMSCOG preaches and believes in. And so it's it's strange to me that they have a positive view of him positive he's in heaven right now yeah <laughs> and don't know how he got there under their system under this system yeah you know and yeah. then do, do i really do i believe he's in heaven yeah he, he was a good you know to my knowledge yep. you know, my name is a good man you know he's in heaven it's true. Yeah. blessed man to, you know i don't know too much they told you know but the way the way he moved you know his faith according to his faith you know i believe yeah, turn that yep. as in heaven. Yeah, but um, you said that uh, you said that the their reason for not coming on and and dialoguing publicly or debating publicly is because they don't want to enter into the enemy's territory or, or whatever. But I would, I would be willing to go into their territory. Like it, it doesn't matter to me. Um, or I know me, people me would enter. Like we'd go and we'd sit down in their church surrounded by as many deacons and pastors as they want and and put a camera on the conversation hey, that'd be i would cool. be totally willing to do that um hey, that, that'd but, be cool to watch that'd, so, that'd be cool yeah so i just feel like that's not that's not a legitimate excuse to not just publicly talk about these things and, and the reason like i feel like like passionate about doing that is because something you were kind of touching on earlier that people people have the right to be able to hear both sides presented. And when they bring people in to their church, people who, who don't have a great knowledge of the Bible to begin with, oftentimes are in transitional periods in their lives, like transitioning from home life to college, just in situations where they're more vulnerable to uh, manipulation. And they bring these kind of people into their church and they start teaching them their doctrines and then on top of that, adding this fear and, and guilt around going to the internet and researching and saying, you know, don't go online because any other opinion but ours is evil and influenced by Satan. Like that's just that's just not fair. That's not right. <laughs> and people deserve like if you're if you're so confident you have the truth, then just let somebody who disagrees sit down and, and mm -hmm. if they're if they're willing to have a respectful conversation, why why wouldn't they do that? And so yeah. Um, hey, they, yeah, I just feel church, like they the church been doing that. Hey, we, uh, church got claimed that the church, that the early church, that the church that the Apostle Peter went to, Apostle Paul went to. Like we're the church, the Zion is the church that the disciples attended. But you see, two thousand years ago, you see like, hey, they was open for any type of debates. You know, they was open for that. Two thousand yep. past, they was open for yep. like, yeah, bring bring it in, cause you know. So yeah, Acts eighteen twenty eight. Um, it says that. He vigorously, referring to Apollos, he vigorously refuted his Jewish opponents in public debate, mm. proving from the scriptures that Jesus was the Messiah. And so, yeah, this mm. is this is something that the early church did, like you said. And so there's there's no excuse for the WMSCOG not being willing to do that. One, one question I'd, I'd like to hear about is the WMSCOG will tell its members, you know, if you if you leave their church, your life is going to be ruined. You know, you're going to be under the wrath of God. It's going to be worse. Say, say it's going to be worse. Worse, yeah. Like, like your 
your life is not going to go well because you're leaving, quote unquote, the truth. So for you and your wife who have left the church, do you feel like your lives have just kind of gone downhill? Have things gotten terrible for you guys since leaving? It ain't get terrible. You know, um, you're going to go through hardship, trials, tribulations regardless. And the truth outside. Right. You know, in the truth outside of Zion, you know, it's going to be hard regardless. You know, what makes it hard is like that mental, like leaving the church. I feel sorry for the people who are by themselves who have no support because I understand like being inside a church like for years, dedicate your life, and then no longer feeling that, feeling that no more. And then you leave, you have no yeah. support system. Now, I understand that may be difficult. That may yeah. be difficult. You know, yeah. I, you know, we should, we should pray for them, you know, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, be my wife. You know, like I said, we we'll, we'll stay together before the church. We gonna be together after the church. And you know, of course, you know our marriage ain't perfect. You know, <laughs> but you know, um, it's just life. You know, like it's something you work on every day. Like your life is gonna be hard regardless. You work on it every day. You got good days, bad days. You know, but yeah, the church do say it's gonna be way worse. It's like a dog. Uh, what is it? A dog returned to his vomit. Returned to his know? vomit. Yeah. A pig going back to the mud, right? Wallowing in the mud. Yeah. It's like um, it's far worse, you know. That's what they're saying. And I heard members, I heard leaders, you know, sh- sharing things that happened to people who fell away, like some type of scare tactic stuff. Like this happened to this person yeah. who fell away, you know, do 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 that, you know. Like I don't want to know that. <laughs> I should pray for him, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. But. Yeah, you know, it's case But by you're case. doing okay. Oh, y'all fantastic. You know, shoot, me and my wife, you know, we're gonna, we, we, we read the Bible together. We, we, you know, we bring up things we, we, we saw, study, you know, research. Cause I like to do a lot of history. I love history. Like the early martyrs, like, um, Perpetua, like, I like, I love hearing her stories, you know, like the first lady martyred. You know, like how the church went like 325 AD, how they had the council, and then in, in the 400s, the you know this these people these people separated, started their own church. You know, they had the the Coptic church, and then you see like in the 800s, you see like this other church came, and then the was it like a one a thousand oh, in a thousand AD? That's when the great split happened. Then that's when the Catholic church came. You know, Catholic, the Catholic Church was, it wasn't a Catholic Church in like in 325 AD. It was no Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. The Catholic Church came right. around in one in 1000 AD. That's when the Catholic Church, and that's the thing I question, I question too. It's like, they said like after 325 AD, there was no Passover and no Sabbath. You know, whoever kept the Sabbath Passover wars were killed by the Catholic Church, right? Basically, you know, but there was no such thing as the Catholic Church back then. The Catholic Church didn't, didn't come around until 1000 AD, and then the um, the Inquisition they come around until 1200 AD. You know, so it's like there's still people keeping the Passover and keeping the Sabbath even after 325 AD. This Constantine this made it a law, you know, like at a time. But and then Rome, it was a Western Rome, Eastern Rome, and then they had two empires at one point, and then the Byzantine Empire. It was, I love history. I don't know. I, I love digging into the history stuff. Mm-hmm. But the point is, like, they said a Passover was the Bible through 25 AD, but no. Like, you see, even after, the Passover was still being kept after, and then, like, even even all the way to the 800 AD, you know, mm-hmm. pa- you know, you can look that up in Britannica. 
you know, so it, it, they wasn't the, they wasn't killed off or destroyed or nothing. This, yeah. you know, the church is this. They still like uh, 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 commune together, but this church did its own thing, and this church did its own thing, and but this still was the body of Christ until that great split when they officially uh, uh, excommunicated and discommunicated the, uh, uh, the well the, the Catholic Church excommunicated the Orthodox Church in uh, one thousand AD. That's what happened, but before that it was all good, you know. They'll still people are still allowed to keep the Sabbath and still keep Passover yeah. even after three twenty five A.D. Yeah. So, so uh, don't put all your your stock in the WMSCOG's version mm -mm. of history. You're gonna plumb it, and, and yeah, you're plumb it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look look into it yourself and 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 see if 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 what they say is true. It's and, research. And, and it's research. Whether it adds up. You know, it's but they say you know that the internet it could be the tree of life or it could be. The tree of knowledge get evil you know it's like but it's yeah. history it's history you can't you can't you know just like we church you gotta bring up history yeah. and then facts I go are to, facts yeah facts are facts and then you know i i, I look i look to the same sources they look at you know the brentonica that's one of the sources they they like using too you know and i, I look yeah. that up and there's a lot of stuff in there you know and then i yeah. double check you know I, I i i sometimes i dive deep into the rabbit hole you know and then i see all different type of perspectives you know what happened you know with Sibius, polycarp polycrates you know like they're the base with other people you know and how other people regard them as heretic and how they regarded them but they were still good like you know like you never there wasn't no like they wasn't killing each other off back then like until like the inquisition you know start coming up. then they'll you know we, we know the history about that but yeah like it's, it's history it's history History is history. Yeah. Passover was not really abolished in 325 AD. Like, you know, the, the, the church in the church in Rome, the church in Rome, they decided, like, this is how we gonna do it. This right here, but the church in the East was like, oh, we gonna do it our way, you know. But the church in Rome, yeah, the church in Rome, yeah, that was that was their law. They 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 kept Easter now, according to the spring equinox, and they kept Sunday service. That was church in Rome, you know, and that side. But the Eastern churches, yeah. other churches around, you know, they had they had those they were doing their thing too. And not only that, you know, at that point in history, but even today in modern times, the idea that the WMSCOG is the only one, the only church, the only group keeping a Passover, that's that's not true. Oh no, either. no, no, no. Um, you know, there's true. plenty, there's plenty of groups and, and even individuals who 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 have a conviction for uh keeping the passover and um mm -hmm. you know i've had a, a friend on in the past named tim who who does that as well and so i yeah it's just that's the wmsug is going to tell you a lot of things that yeah. you really need to go away and and fact check because yeah. they, what, they get a lot of things wrong and one thing too about the passover too i'll talk to my wife because i, I want to do family passover you know at home you know not necessary for the salvation just you know just some, some of the disciples did yeah. but i want to keep a passover meal like the whole like a big old because i think the jewish people still do they have like a passover meal like what the mm -hmm. disciples did and so it's crazy like we follow the example of christ but when it comes to the passover meal we just focus on bread and wine that's it but they had a full meal like they was feasting you know mm -hmm. like that's the, i want to do have a feast too yeah. you know and, and enjoy the family time and 
you know, yep. do the bread and wine, you know? Yeah. The, yeah, it's fun. I actually, the guy, Tim, who I'm talking about, um, he's, he's had me and, and my wife over and we've, uh, he's hosted a Passover meal and yeah, it's, it's been really fun. And, and, you know, he goes into the actual spiritual meaning behind some of the, the, the story of the Exodus and, and the fulfillment in Christ and all that. And yeah, it's, it's really uh, a fun experience. So yeah, like we have, when we talk about Passover, we're definitely, we try to remind people, like, I'm not saying ever that Passover is bad or Passover is something you shouldn't keep or, or that you, you, um, you know, it's, it's, it's unimportant or, or has no meaning behind or anything like that. Like I, our point is always to emphasize that it's not something that you should put on people and demand of people mm -hmm. in order for them to earn their, their, uh, acceptance by God, because that's just not, yes, not, no, no, no. In, the heart, the in, heart has to be the first, the heart. Yeah has to be the first and i just feel sad because like I, I you know i my i led my friends to the church right and then my only focus was for me to keep the sabbath that's all and that's what the leaders tell me like you know call them up have them keep the sabbath you know and then they won't keep the sabbath you know and i'm like worried about them because they're not keeping the sabbath but i should have been worried that their heart was in the right place that's why i should be more concerned about their heart is not with god you yeah. know and I'm just focused on, oh, they're finna break the Sabbath. They're finna break the Sabbath law. Like, oh, my goodness. But, like, I'm not focusing on, like, their heart towards God. Like, their heart yeah. has to be the first. And if your heart's there, then you have no problem, like, expressing your faith. Like, okay, like, I keep the Sabbath because this reason, you know. Or I express my faith by doing this for this reason, that reason. You know, but your heart has to be the first. Mandatory. Mandatory. Your heart has to be the first because your heart not there, then shoot. Yeah, and so I just changed that. That's crazy. Like I was, I was more concerned on my friends keeping the Sabbath than me being concerned. What was going on inside? If their heart is really with God, you know, that's what I should be pressing on the first. Like you know, you know, God loves you. Christ died for you. You know, no God. You know, don't just any day out of the day, any day out of the week. You know, to make sure that they their faith is there first before trying to put a law on them. You know, and yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like that that verse in uh, First or Second Samuel, uh, where it, you know it talks about how God, man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. And um, yeah, I think that's actually in reference to when David was anointed king, maybe, and he was the youngest and like physically weakest uh, in the family, and the one who you would least likely expect to be chosen by God to be king. But um, yeah, it just talks about how God's God's focus is not on the the outward appearance or the physical aspect of it all, but on what's going on in the inside. And yeah, that's something over and over. Um, I know I'm harping a lot on the WMSCOG. I guess that's kind of kind of in many ways the point of of what I'm doing. But they just they they so de-emphasize that they they exalt like these lesser important things, and they focus in on like like physical uh, behaviors and physical performance and observance of of ordinances and rules and regulations and they they de-emphasize the actual condition of the heart and it becomes not about like your relationship with god actually changing you on the inside it's all about whether or not you're just adhering outwardly to rules and um and it's just it's it's just seems pointless to me like what is that really accomplishing if um 
you know, you can get anybody to be a robot, not anybody, but you can, you can, you know, it's not, it's not a great accomplishment to get somebody to be a robot and to just perform and to, to follow a bunch of rules because they've been told to do so. Like, is God really impressed by that? Um, something that I think is impressive though, is if, if there's actually an inward change of the heart where somebody goes from, you know, being one type of person to, you know, a loving, compassionate person and, and somebody who, you know, like you're sharing, who, who sees the homeless on the street and takes time out of his day and money out of his pocket to give that guy a cheeseburger. Um, I think that's what God, God is much more concerned. I can guarantee you um, if the God of the Bible is, is real and the God of the Bible is, is who he says he is and, and Jesus, his teachings are true, then I can guarantee you that God is much more impressed and pleased by you doing that than he is with a bunch of people filling pews on Sabbath day in their suits uh, and staying in the building all day because they're, they've been told to, and they're afraid that if they don't do that enough and don't do that, they're going to go to hell like that. I guarantee you God's not impressed by that. Um, uh, so yeah, they, they focus so much on just outward and, and, don't focus on what I think really matters, which is what's going on inside of a person. I think that's, yeah. that's a great point that you you're making. Mm-hmm. So um, what would you say? Uh, like if, if you were to give like two to three reasons, just quick reasons, if, if somebody said, Hey, I think the WMSCOG is the truth. And I think I'm going to join because I think they, they're, you know, the truth of God, what would you, would you have like two or three things that you could say to say, Hey, no, th- here's a couple of reasons why you should know this group is not true. This group is, is a cult or, or however you would, you would define them. Um, I bring up eager anger, man. <laughs> I'm like, watch that eager anger video for sure. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, but like off the back though, like if I was like really talking to somebody and like do the scriptures and everything, Ah uh, man, <sighs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a few. I put things. you on the spot. If they firstly like hear about it, like they first hear about it, like I'm finna join, and then I have to be there to tell them like, nah, 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 don't do that. Let's see who I bring up. Let's see. I just let them know about history. Like man, just know your history. Like what they're saying, the history. It's like it's not really a hundred percent. I like Passover was not really abolished in 325 AD. It wasn't. It wasn't abolished. Like you could, I, I could show you that right now. It's like really, it wasn't abolished in 325 AD. You see this? They continue to keep it in and all that. So because people bring that up, like, oh, Passover was abolished. Christ unto going by the back. You know, but like, mm-hmm. it wasn't abolished in 325 AD. And then like the whole and Daniel, uh, 1200 and was it 98 days, not years, or whatever. Like uh, is that oh, man? I stopped studying the prophecies like that. <laughs> but like those things don't add up too, cause like it's just yeah. I, I, I didn't let them know about the history. I let them know about history. It's like that's mm-hmm. not what happened. You see, other churches was around Catholic church. They come around to you know, especially the Daniel Revelation and all that. Like the Catholic church, they come around to thousand A.D. Persecution didn't come around till after that. You know and. Yeah, I just I get straight to history. Show them history facts. That's how I show them. And then okay. uh, bi- biblical facts, like biblically, 
they show examples like um they show examples of like uh 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 see let's see I'll tell about the bride for sure off the back. Like the bride, no, nah, don't let them confuse you. That's mother. Like nah, the bride that could, that that's anything could be opened up for interpretation. You know, like a shum bride. You know, yeah, it could be it's Jerusalem. Like a shum Jerusalem is, it could be referred to the church. Hebrews 12, 24, 22, 24. Really, really look into that. You know, you have come to the church, the the heavenly Jerusalem, the church. Thousands upon thousands of angels. It refers to Jerusalem, Jerusalem as the church. Because they said it ain't mm -hmm. one verse in the Bible. They said it ain't one verse in the Bible that shows the bride can be the church. Hey, Hebrews 12, it, it shows it right there. You come to Zion, to the heavenly Jerusalem, to the church. Yeah. You know, so I can yeah. show right there. Like, and with that, you could point him to uh, Ong Song Hong's own writings, his own book, where he specifically says that the heavenly Jerusalem, the bride of Christ, is the saints. You know, I can, mm -hmm. that, that's a direct uh, a quote. Um uh, I'm paraphrasing, of course, but but he very clearly says the the bride or the wife is the saints, and so that's that's Ong Song Hong, you know, and so it's, um, you know, even if they were correct that you can't find one verse that that Jerusalem or the bride is is the church, well, Ong Song Hong says mm -hmm. it. So, um, yeah. So which one are you going to believe? Are you going to believe the WMSUG or Ong Song Hong? Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's kind of what it comes mm -hmm. down to. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, so this is this is along the same lines, I guess. But what would you, is there anything you'd want to say to people still in the group, to to members, whether members that you know that are friends, or just you know the thousands of members out there who are who are in? Just don't don't limit yourself. Don't limit yourself with your knowledge and expanding your own knowledge. And just believing everything you say, you know, that takes a lot of trust to believe, you know, everything that's you just met. You just met this person. Like you believe everything they say is facts. Like, like don't don't put yourself too much down. Like, you know, you're capable of thinking for yourself. You know, and uh yeah, this this you don't limit yourself. Just don't limit yourself. You're you're not stupid. You know, just you're not stupid. You're not dumb. Don't make them try to feel like you're dumb. You're stupid. Like, no, like you're. You, you, there's a lot of history. There's a lot of information out there that could be seen, and you can explore yourself and be open-minded. Yep. You know, you see both ways. You see both ways of things. You know, you should do it in life and everything. You know, see both ways of things. You you're know, both and sides. Then both sides of stories. You know. And then we hear the base, you know, that's so you can really figure out like what's true or not, you know. And then if, if you have some type of if you have some type of doubt, you know, feeling like it could be wrong, then it could be wrong. You know, ain't nothing wrong with it, you know. Dig, you know, make yourself convinced. Like if you're 100 percent in the church, though, like I, I can't say nothing to you. It's like because you have yourself like if even she's not God, she's my God. I can't say nothing to you, but like. You know, people who have that feeling like in the back of their head, like don't don't let that voice in your head just go away. Like listen to that voice. You know, it's, it's a small faint voice, but really open your ear and hear it. It gets to start getting louder and louder, and then your eyes will understand and see. You make the discernment, like oh yeah, this because I ain't gonna lie that that Psalms was the Psalms when they was it what what was the one with David's line and like the covenant of David? I never. 
I saw that. Like, that was so deep. Oh, my goodness. Like, Edgar broke that mm -hmm. down. Like, the covenant with David, his love, his line. Oh, my goodness. I'm still blown away with that. I'm still blown away. Like, I, I'll yeah. for sure bring up Edgar first because, yeah, yeah, I'll tell like, hey, watch this video real quick. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Like, watch that video real quick. <laughs> RJ, yeah, I really appreciate you coming on. And it's just really fun especially especially when when you've you've you're a person who's been in in videos in the past and people are able to go back on the channel and see you know the the other side see you while you were in and and listen to to you and know that you are a real member and and the things that you're saying now are coming from um you actually taking a second look at all this and analyzing it and weighing the different options um so yeah just Really appreciate you coming on and 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 being willing to to speak out. And uh, are there are there any final things? Anything else you want to say? Anything else you'd like to share before we uh, close out? No, thank thank you again, Jordan, for having me on this platform again, man. It's the second time on this thing. You know, it's always a pleasure talking to you, man. You know, I never had no ill feeling about you. Even debating with you, and after talking, you know, it's cool. You know, I appreciate everything. Um, I would love to get in contact with Edgar, though, for sure, for sure. Yep. Edgar, watch this, that. man. You know. I bet he'll I'll, watch it, so. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you, know, you know, whatever. You send the links, whatever, emails yep. or phone numbers, yep. whatever, you know. You know what? I'll text him. I'll text him right now as we're yeah. on the video. I'll text yeah. Edgar. <laughs> eager um, Edgar. Yeah. Eager Edgar. <laughs> eager Edgar. That's that's awesome. That that can be his new, uh, his new nickname. And, uh. Yeah, and we'll put we'll put links to like all the we've referenced a handful of videos, but especially the the, the Edgar's video about Melchizedek and uh, the uh, David prophecy, and and also the I'll, I'll put a link to the Zoom conversation where you came on about two years ago and and were in oh. debating with us. We'll put a link to that too, so so uh, people can can it's crazy. To I mean, I think it was, up, you know, it was a good conversation. So it was cool. It was a little crazy. You you see a little. You know, it wasn't really me, me. I'm just robotic yep. at that time. It was your, your cult identity and that yeah. was mm -hmm. taking mm -hmm. charge there. Yeah. Well, you're out now and that's that's awesome. And, and I'm sure that you just being willing to share in this video is, is going to help people and it's going to help other people get out. So, yeah, really appreciate that. I appreciate everything too, Jordan, man. I appreciate everything too, man. Everything I hope, hope you, you know to expand and you know this platform is getting bigger than what it is <laughs>